and um, where we can provide some additional uh, assistance. So welcome. Um, this is the ARPA Tourism Grant Kickoff and Overview. The grant was posted yesterday in the Grants Opportunity section of the county's website. And I am Megan Cox. I am the Division Manager for Program Evaluation and Research in the Department of Finance and Procurement. And we house um, many of the ARPA grants and functions um, for the county. And with me, we have Barb Lawrence and Tracy Alperstein, who are within our division. Um, can you go to the next slide, please? Just a quick note, um, this is the agenda for today's presentation. We will be walking through the tourism grant program. This is different from other ARPA funds that you may have heard of. These are from the state, um, from the Virginia Tourism Corporation through the state's ARPA, um, Federal Fiscal Recovery Plan. And so uh, we will be going over the purpose some of the eligibility criteria, the timelines for this grant opportunity. And then um, Barb and Tracy will also be talking through accessing the application, walking through some of the questions, the reviews and reporting. Next slide. And also just to note, we are recording this so that we can place the opportunity online and um, this training online for future reference or for those who were unable to attend. So as you are listening to the presentation, please make sure that your mic remains muted and we will answer questions in the chat. So if you have a question as the presentation moves forward, please enter that into the chat box and we will stop periodically throughout the training to go over questions that you may have um, as we begin. So with that, I will turn it over to Barb to get us started. Terrific, thank you. Just a reminder as you come online, if you could put your name and your organization in the chat, um, we'd appreciate it. Thank you. So to cover uh, the ARPA Tourism Grant Program, um, in November of 2022, the American Rescue Plan Act um, and the Virginia Tourism Corporation uh, awarded Loudoun County $1.24 million uh, to reinvigorate um, and reinvest in the area's uh, tourism industry. The Virginia Tourism Corporation received the ARPA funding to assist in the revitalization of Virginia's tourism industry with financial resources to overcome the negative impact of COVID-19 and to support attracting visitors to destination events, um, not only throughout our area, but statewide. 133 jurisdictions ac across the state of Virginia and the Commonwealth were allocated funds based on the relative share of the locality to total state tax revenue attributable to tourism in 2019. $240,000 of Loudoun's award um, is designated for this grant opportunity to help local organizations such as yours for aid in tourism planning, marketing, and execution. Funding will support one round of a supplemental tourism grant program using these ARPA funds to support festivals, events, and other activities that draw visitors 
and overnight stays to Loudoun. Eligibility criteria oh, and I got it, Billy. Oh, Oops, sorry. Please mute your line. Thank you. The ARPA Tourism Grant Program um, is available to organizations who are responsible for organizing and hosting festivals, events, and other activities that draw visitors to overnight stays to Loudoun. Um, I just want to be clear that current restricted occupancy tax um, grantees, those RTOT grantees, um, are eligible to apply for these funds. And also of note is ARPA funding cannot be used to supplant or replace a locality's existing tourism funding commitment for existing um, DMOs or those design designation marketing organizations, which is Visit Loudoun, um, so their budget, marketing, and or staffing. Because this funding comes through the federal government um, and is, is distributed by the U.S. Department of Treasury, um, who recommends that this aid or this funding should be limited to businesses, attractions, events, and business districts that were operating prior to the pandemic and affected by required closures and other efforts to contain the pandemic. All expenses should be used to support economic recovery from the COVID pandemic or the resulting negative economic um, effects. Documentation, um, no matter how you choose to use the funding, documentation of an, any decision-making or use of funds will be key in the use of these, of these dollars. Um, Tracy, you could share the, um, the, the VATC link um, in I the did. chat. Okay, excellent. I'm gonna go to this. On this slide, um, or here is the Virginia Tourist Corporation, where it shows a list of eligible and ineligible expenses. So though this list is not exhaustive, it's important um, that you go through and you um, understand what those eligible expenses are for use of these ARPA dollars. Um, and they have uh, broken the eligible expenses down into marketing tactics, um, with many eligible expenses there in marketing services, as well as tourism product um, and development. And you'll see these terms later on as we talk about um, the application um, itself. But here it lists those eligible and ineligible expenses. Um, so I suggest, highly suggest you refer to this website. Um, we also have the link in the process manual um, that you'll see online. Uh, to understand and get to know what those eligible expenses are. Um, let me close this. The timeline, uh, the grant opened yesterday, uh, September 13th. We're having the application training currently. You have an opportunity to ask questions. Um, you can submit those questions to me. Um, we'll put my email address into the chat as well. You have until September 25th to submit those questions. At Welcome. You could also mute your line. After uh, September 25th, we will post those questions on the website so everybody can have access to them. 
The application uh, will close October 4th, promptly at 4 p.m. Um, the application, re will re application review will take place um, in October and November, and then recommendations will go to the board's finance committee on December 12th, and then to the full board on December 19th. After that, we will send out a memorandum of agreements or understanding, um, and you'll have until January 15th to get those fully executed. The funding goes from uh, that February 15th until June 30th. Um, if you have your uh, event anytime during that time period, uh, we expect that the final report uh, will be due 30 days post event. So the request for um, <clears throat> application, all the materials will be on the Loudon.gov uh, grant opportunities website, which you can see here. You'll be able to find the online application link, the process manual, You'll also um, have access to Amplifund, which is our grant management system, the system in which you'll apply. There'll be guides there and then the frequently asked questions, which will be added after uh, the September 25th deadline for those questions. Next, we'll talk about uh, the new grants management system. Um, Tracy Albertstein, the county's ARPA nonprofit grant support specialist, will walk through user registration and account capabilities, how to access the application, how to save your progress, um, and then any help and technical support. So with that, I'll stop sharing. Thanks, Barb. And I want to mention, too, that uh, a colleague from Amplifund, which is the grants management system that we are uh, just starting to use, he's on the line. So if I say anything wrong or get tripped up, I know he'll chime in. Um, so Barb mentioned that any questions with the application can be directed at her. If you have any questions, um, like technical questions as you're submitting the application, I'm going to go ahead and put the support email for Amplifund in there. Um, so you could ask any technical questions as you're submitting the application. So I'll go ahead and share my screen. So um, from loudon.gov slash grant opportunities, after you click on that link, uh, you'll be directed to the uh, opportunity link. So this is um, where you will see the opportunity details. Um, you can see this page without being logged in. Uh, so you can see how much you're applying for, uh, when the award date starts, um, and all of the other information, so limited inf information about ability or um, eligibility. Um, and you can go ahead and download the application as well. Uh, but then uh, to apply you have to register an amplifund uh, account so once you click apply you'll be taken to a screen uh, a login screen and then you'll click register down at the bottom where my cursor is um, if you've applied for another grant in the county um, so the only other one that is an amplifund right now is the arba community services grant you can go ahead and log in um, but if this is your first grant with us, um, 
this fiscal year, you'd go ahead and click register. Just, okay, and it's spinning, okay. And then you would um, type in a email address, um, uh, uh, make up a password as well. And then um, throughout the whole application, anything with an asterisk means that it's required. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and fill this in. You can click same as above with organization information. Um, and then if you fill this portion out with your name um, and address, it will also automatically populate into the application. Sorry, your faces were over the register button on the bottom. Okay, and then these are the Amplifund um, user agreements and terms. So you can read through that. And then when you get to the bottom, you can click I accept. Um, and then you're registered for the opportunity. Um, And then you can go ahead and click apply. Tracy, can we just pause there because we sure. do have several um, folks who are either from the same jurisdiction or organization. If they wanted to have a team set up, so for instance, have two people working on the application at the same oh, time. Sure. Can you show them how to do that? Sure. So. Um, once you log in, if you want to take a look at your other applications or your account setup and add users, you would click on your name on the top uh, right and then click on account information. All right, it's running a little slow. And then um, you can see here that Yes, you can look at your other applications, your password, and this is where you go ahead and add other users. Um, so uh, you would click add user here and set it up the same way. There are different roles. Um, there's an editor role and an administrator role. Um, and the administrator is able to add um, and create new users and set up accounts. Um, and they're the ones that could submit the applications that editors can edit and view. Um, and then you can see if oh, right now this won't be populated, but if you've started the application um, and need to come back to it later, unless you're going to sit down and fill it out all at once, which I don't recommend. Um, oh, OK, it, it does have it saved here. You're able to come and this is where you'll access the uh, other application that you've started. Sorry, it's running a little bit slow today. Clicking on this will bring us back to that other screen. Uh, I just want to note it's uh, Amplifund, this grant management system is like very easy to navigate. Um, there are different sections of the application. So you'll have the opportunity details page, project information, application form, budget, and then submit. 
Um, so I'm going to go ahead and navigate to the product information. Again, anything with an asterisk um, means that it's required. So you can start filling in your application name. This award requested field is um, pretty important because your budget has to match that before you submit your application. Um, so this and this award also is for a maximum of $50,000. So even if you went over that by one, the system automatically stops you here um, and lets you know that um, you've went over the award ceiling. Uh, your information is populated from before. Um, you can save uh, and mark as complete once you've completed the section uh, and then it um, as you hit save and continue or navigate using those buttons at the top, you'll see a check mark for yourself um, to let you know that you've completed the section. You can go back to any of the sections and um, take it off as complete um, and change it to uh, mark as in progress. So the only application form associated with this grant is the ARPA Tourism Grant Program application. And as that loads, I know, Barb, you're going to chime in here, too, with some um, different questions of the uh, different application questions you want to point out. But we have your organization information, which includes the name. Uh, if you have a different Loudoun address, your website, your federal tax ID, uh, we have an authorizing official section, an applicant contact person. So if someone um, different is filling out the application, then who is authorized to submit, you would fill that piece out. Uh, the request overview, if you're a new applicant um, to the tourism opportunities. And here's where we get into uh, the meat of the application. Um, so I'll just so on the proposal information, um, this section just asks applicants to provide information on your specific event or your initiative um, with requested funds. Um, so if you're asking for that $50,000, we want to know specifically what that $50,000 will go to support. This also um, is similar with a budget. Um, if your program or your event costs $300,000, we only want to know what those ARPA county funds are paying for. So whether you're asking for that maximum amount of $50,000 or $10,000, just describe and give us details on that dollar amount that you're requesting through this opportunity. Um, so we're just asking you to thoroughly describe um, your program, kind of in the context of your, your larger um, program or your organization and pro provide the proposed budget uh, for your proposal, as well as a detailed marketing plan. Um, we do ask you to upload um, your detailed marketing plan as part of the application process. And again, the amount of funding requested should clearly um, be presented and explained and should be consistently tied back to your anticipated um, tourism increases. Um, and again, only provide a budget for what you're asking for. And um, technically in, in this application, there is only, um, I think, one conditional question. Um, so if the question 13 asks if it's a new or existing project, when you click existing, an additional question, question 14 will appear uh, asking about if it's um, 
if you've had an event before, how many visitors you've attra attracted. Um, but again, if you just click new, that question will not um, show up for you. Uh, and here's where Barbara's. Oh, go ahead. The other question, just to be aware of, we ask if your event is weather dependent. Um, and if it is, what are those plans? Um, if it is not weather dependent because it's a required question, just put not applicable um, into that section. Oh yeah, that's question 11 right here. And then Barb was also mentioning um, uploading a marketing plan and that is right over here. You would just, it works like an email. You just choose the file um, and then you would uh, open it and it would upload on here. Okay, so again, we did not fill out this whole, uh, this part of the application, you can see that there's required questions that don't have an answer. If you try to mark it as complete, you'll get an error and then uh, there will be red text notating the required fields that you've missed. But again, you can, you know, write anything and hit save and continue and it'll let you advance to the next uh, section, or again, you could use that navigation bar on top. And then um, this is the budget category. Uh, Barb has, uh, and Barb, if you want to jump in, but Barb yep. has suggested some fields, and then there's uh, other categories that you can add. So, so as mentioned earlier, when I was showing you the VTC uh, web page, um, we broke these categories into those three main sections of eligible um, expenses. So we have your marketing services, your marketing um, tactics, and then your tourism product development um, right from the VTC website. Within that, if you click one of those, we're going to ask you for um, specific information. So what under that category, um, what item type are you going to be um, requesting funds for? So this is where you'll break down um, your budget in detail. Um, if you're going to spend funds on, on several different um, things, this is where you would break that down in detail. Each of these um, line items also request a narrative. So make sure in that, within that, you include a specific or very detailed um, description of what those funds will be used for. Um, that would go there. You would create that line item budget um, and it would show up there on your budget. Um, again, the maximum amount that you can request is $50,000. Um, if you put in $51,000, it's gonna show up as an error. If you show $45,000, it's also gonna show as an error because earlier in the application, you put in that $50,000. So it will go back and match what you put in on that first section of the application. Yeah. So I think it's important to, to provide the details and be very descriptive of what those expenses are. And we do just, have a question in the chat. Um, if we can go back to the project link, um, the question is, looking at question one, are these funds only available to events or festivals that existed prior to or during the pandemic? No. Is, is the short answer. I think some of the language um, in VTC states that um, 
you, you can't supplant um, events um, and they can't be new events. Um, so events that were in place, um, one thing that comes to my mind is Oktoberfest. Um, it was an event that was happening prior to the pandemic. It's an event that's continuing to happen. It was impacted by the pandemic. How can funds be used to help um, support that event? And so I think a, a clarification on that also is if this is the first year or last year was the first year, um, we may consider the request, but preference will be given to those who were prior to or during the pandemic um, impacted by the pandemic. There are no more questions. I did want to show one more thing on the budget because it wasn't intuitive to me when I was um, testing the application, uh, but create, create a new category um, is sort of near the bottom here. Um, so you would add that it functions similarly to adding a line item, but this would be that you're adding like another bigger category. So if you just wanted to add a category and a description, um, then you would go in um, a second time and it functions just like how Barb described the other ones. So it, it looks very similar uh, to the um, to the other one we just did. And it's going to create that there. So now it adds up to $50,000 because that's the part you put in the project information section. Like um, Barb said, there's no more red error. Um, and this is when you can save it and mark it as complete. And then if you um, advance or go back to the application form, you'll see that the budget section is done. Um, and then on the submit page, um, if you have uh, a section that's not done or a required question or required field that's not completed, um, it'll give you an error here and that submit button is, is grayed out. So um, you can see that the only one without that check mark is the application forms. Um, and then you can go back and um, fill in your application. I, I just want to notate too that you should save pretty regularly. Um, you can also download your application. Um, I recommend doing that um, when you, you know, right before you hit submit or periodically so you have uh, records of what you wrote just in case something happens. All right. Um, Barb, do you have anything to add or if our Amplifund folks are on the call and I've left something out with how the application functions? Someone wants to. I don't. Join. I think you covered it pretty well. Okay. There are no questions. I just one thing I wanted to point out about eligible expenses. I think there are three things that um, are a little bit different than with this application than what we've had with our our regular RTOT applications. And with this one, um, entertainment costs, including booking fees, accommodations in local county properties is an eligible expense as is permanent or semi-permanent structures for entertainment, and then equipment such as generators. And those are um, items that were not eligible expenses in past um, RTOT. Um, so I just wanted to also make that distinction as we were talking about the, um, the budget. 
with that, I will share my screen again. And the review process, um, applications will be reviewed um, by a team of county staff, um, also including from the Department of Finance and Procurement, um, the Department of Economic Development, um, and we will also have um, staff from Visit Loudoun on that um, review panel. Um, applicants will be scrutinized for meeting eligibility requirements um, on having a clearly defined marketing plan with a specific budget um, that includes those light items for approved expenses. The ability to attract overnight visitors to events um, in the county. A defined methodology for collecting and reporting visitor data, um, such as place of origin and spending and spending plan. Excuse me, spending patterns, um, incomplete or ineligible applications will not be considered. Um, Also, um, available funding, the application score, the number of requests, and again, the reasonability of the proposed budget um, and cost will also be included um, in that review process. The reporting, um, we are going to look um, at uh, your visitor data, such as overnight stays, um, the place of residence and spending patterns and respect um, as per um, spending patterns um, similar to the RTOT requirements. And once grantees um, have been awarded, we will have um, a training specifically on the data collection and reporting. But I just wanted to put it out there that we're looking for similar data collection that we are with our TOT requirements. It's also required um, that you work with Visit Loudoun to secure those accommodations for overnight visitors and that you track and report on that. And as mentioned before, um, final reports are due 30 days post event. Um, you know, also we'll be looking at you know, number of tickets sold, um, wristbands, number of volunteers, um, really looking at your efficient um, data collection uh, process and procedures. Uh, again, at the end of the grant, you should be able to measure success tied to the funding um, and information about visitors. For example, um, compared to the last event or last year, sales during, how did the sales of the event increase? Um, percentage of attendees uh, that were from outside the county um, and percent of survey responses that spent um, dollars um, at the event. Again, the application is due October 4th by 4 p.m. Questions can be submitted to me at barbara.lawrence at loudon.gov. And um, oh, again, awards will be recommended to the Board of Supervisors um, in their December 2023 um, Board of Supervisors meeting. So I suggest um, the application is now open. Um, you can access it um, and that you don't wait um, until the last minute to submit. So with that, I'll, there are any other questions in the chat? We do have one additional question that I just wanted to make sure was on the record. Um, if your event um, doesn't require overnight stays, 
would you still qualify? And the short answer is yes. The the point is driving tourism into the county. So we are still looking at tourism as um, visitors who are 40 miles away or more. So if they are not staying in the area, we still would want to know where they're coming from and um, the place of origin, um, the number of attendees at the event, even if you don't have overnight stays. Are there any additional questions? If so, you can unmute your line if that's easier for you. All right. Oh, go ahead, Barbara. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so would an event, here's a good question, um, and this is one that we um, have gone back and forth with, would an event that takes place in October be eligible? So that's a really good question, and um, the, the spending must be completed by June 30 of 2024. So if you are expending on marketing, if you are expending on um, advertising, this marketing services, product development, anything that would be prior to June 30 and still be able to promote that event, that would still qualify. But what we have to make sure of is that all expenditures are complete by June 30 of 2024. It looks like we may have another uh, nonprofits qualify. Yes, nonprofits do qualify for this. This is federal dollars. Um, <clears throat> so the, the same policy does not necessarily apply um, related to the fiscal policy for the board and the RTOT program. Any additional questions? All right, well, if you do have some that um, that you think of after the training, Barb's information is up there and I'll turn it back over to her. Thank you, Megan. Yes, please reach out to me um, with any other questions. Um, these questions will be posted on the website after September 25th. This uh, PowerPoint presentation, as well as the recording, will also be posted in the next day or so, so you can also access that. Um, it will be along with the um, application process manual and the link to um, apply for the grant. So thank you for joining. Um, I appreciate your time today and look forward to um, applications. Thank you, everyone.